are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As DeYoung hits one out to right center, it's at the wall. Perfect timing, Paul DeYoung. Here in the bottom of the eighth. He's untied it, and it's 3-2. Paul DeYoung coming through for the Cardinals, breaking that tie as the uh, Cardinals take one over the Mets. Excuse me, not the Mets, the Brewers. What am I talking about? Hard to believe they could win two against the Brewers, right? Had to come up with somebody else. Anyway, the Cardinals winning 4-3 last night. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Moose Michaels. Welcome to April 24th. 2019. It is a Wednesday. You're halfway to the weekend. The Cardinals more than halfway to a series victory over the Brewers. We're going to break down the game for you in our first segment. Second segment, we will be taking a look at the Cardinals outfield. And Well, to be honest, Harrison Bader is going to be back before you know it. And what will his role be going forward? Mark Saxon had an excellent article in The Athletic about just that. And uh, we're going to kind of break it down ourselves. And uh, see really what what can be done about it. Also, Carlos Martinez, news uh, coming out about him yesterday, uh, will return to the Cardinals as a reliever. So we'll uh, take a look at that as well. Again, welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Moose Michaels. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. This thing is something else. I will tell you more about that coming up in just a little bit as well. First, we got to talk about this game tonight. Cardinals, again, uh, taking the second game of the three-game series over the Brewers, 4-3. They banged out 11 hits tonight. Not quite the excitement of last night. Carpenter, one for three, had a walk as well. Goldschmidt, one for four. DeYoung, two for four. And one of those, a uh, tie-breaking home run in the eighth inning off of Alex Wilson. That was his fifth home run on the season. Ozuna, one for four. Martinez, two for three. Molina, three for four. Fowler, one for four. Wong uh, putting up an over, but that's okay. He's been pulling his weight more than enough. On the pitching side of things, Ponce de Leon, Daniel Ponce de Leon getting a spot, uh, spot start with uh, Waka on the IL. Five innings pinched, one earned run on uh, two hits, three walks, seven strikeouts. Gave up a home run. Uh, John Gant who I believe still to be the best weapon in the Cardinals' bullpen, pitched a uh, couple of solid innings. He did give up a home run, though, had a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Miller coming on in relief after that, and then Hicks to uh, close out the game. The Brewers striking out 12 times during the game, and uh, the Cardinals only striking out five, so not too bad there. You know, when you take a look at this team, the offense really starting to click. And it's really what you want to see. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. But top to bottom, this lineup is every bit as dangerous as any lineup you could put on the field. Carpenter leading off. He's going to get a hit. He's going to walk. And he's going to make those pitchers grind out that at bat. Paul Goldschmidt's going to do the same thing. And he uh, Carpenter could do this too. They stand just as good a chance to knock one over the wall as they are just to knock it in for a single. 
Then you got DeYoung coming in, doing what he does. After that, you got Ozuna. And then uh, here recently, Jose Martinez. So check this out. Here are the OPSs of the uh, first five guys. Carpenter's at 758. You'd like that to be a little bit better, but it's still early. Goldschmidt, and, and, and real fast, all of this is very, very early. Very small sample size. You know, a few strikeouts here, a few hits there can really alter these numbers a lot. But let's take them for what they are right now. 758 for Carpenter for an OPS. Goldschmidt at 939. DeYoung at 1, excuse me, 1026. Ozuna at 963. And Jose Martinez at 857. Take a look at that. All-star level would be above 900. And, uh, you know, Jose Martinez is close enough. He's just about at 900. So, discounting Carpenter there, whose OPS is at 758, your two, three, four, and five-hole hitters are all right around 900 up towards 1,000. 1,000 is, we're talking MVP caliber stuff at that point. This Cardinals lineup is fierce, it is dangerous, and it is not, it's not anything you'd really want to trifle with. I mean, it is just blatantly obvious that they are heads and tails offensively above most teams out there. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. The other amazing part about this victory tonight, it's their fourth game in a row that they've won. Their run differential sitting at plus 30. That's better than the Cubs at plus 22. But the best part is St. Louis now has sole possession of first place, sitting a game ahead of Pittsburgh, two games ahead of Chicago and Milwaukee, four and a half games above Cincinnati. This, this, all it seems right in the world with St. Louis sitting in first place. Not a share of first place. They're sitting in first place. Now, there's still a lot of questions to be had. In fact, uh, we're going to put up a poll a little bit later on this morning on Twitter. Uh, What part of the Cardinals team are you most concerned with? What is it about this team that scares you? Is it the lineup? Is there something wrong with the lineup? Is it the starting pitching? What about the bullpen? What about the personnel? We're talking coaches, managing, things like that. What concerns you the most about this team? I think it's pretty easy that the most pressing question about the Cardinals right now has to be the starting pitching. The bullpen's really kind of starting to come together. Miller's starting to look a little more normal like he used to. John Gant, we've just, he prays upon him. I I'm, I'm, think I might make John Gant the official mascot of Locked on Cardinals. That dude is just a beast. He's, I'm telling you, he's looking more and more like Andrew Miller did three years ago. We got our own version of Andrew Miller, and we get Andrew Miller. <laughs> not, not too shabby, is it? Just starting pitching, though, you really got to be careful looking at these guys because even though the Cardinals are in first place, the the numbers on the starting pitching is just absolutely horrendous. You know, all the ERAs, and again, this is all very early, and a few good outings here or there is really going to change things up a lot. Let's just take a look at Jank Flaherty, for example. Okay? 
Currently, he's sporting a 5.25 ERA on the season, 24 innings pitch, 32 strikeouts that whip 1.38. Okay? You wouldn't expect that of a pitcher, a supposed co-ace of a team. Right? I would think so. Seven home runs already allowed in the year. Seven home runs already allowed in the year. He gave up 20 in all of last year in 151 innings pitch. He's got seven already in uh, 24. <laughs> 20, 24 innings. That's, uh, well, that's that's about one every three at bats. I'm no good at math. I'd have to go get my wife. But it's about a home run every three at bats. Not good at all. All right. Uh, Dakota Hudson, another one that's kind of having a little bit of a worrisome uh, trend in that direction. Thankfully, the Cardinals offense really kind of picking things up. 2019, 1-1 on the season, 5.89 ERA, 8 home runs on the season. In 18.1 innings pitched. All right. So we had seven. We had eight. Uh, Again, not good at math. That's 15 home runs so far. Let's take a look at Adam Wainwright. Where is he sitting at? On his season, he is currently sporting an ERA of 4.74. He's one and two. As far as the home runs go, how many home runs has he given up? Just two. Just two home runs. So he's really kind of controlling the power there. Uh, Miles Michaelis. His ERA, 4.97 on the season. As far as home runs he's given up, he's given up five. He gave up 16 all of last year. Five so far in 29 innings pitched. So the starting pitching really showing some disturbing trends and... The offense right now is able to able to kind of cover that up. And a lot of people still say that the starting pitching is going to come back uh, around, still going to be able to be what everyone thought it was going to be because the starting pitching was supposed to be a strength going forward. Apparently, that's not going to be the case, at least at the moment. Something to keep an eye on. But you know what? It's not all bad news. Again, the Cardinals picking up that victory today. Over the Brewers, 4-3, first place is all there. Sole possession of first place belongs to the Cardinals. 14-9 on the season. And you know what? You can't, it, it doesn't get much sweeter than that. Enjoy it. You know, because you never know. They could go through a drought before you know it. That's, that's baseball for you. Be sure to check us out on the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app. You can also uh, find us on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart devices, anywhere that you listen to your favorite shows. We'll be back with our second segment in just a moment. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. 
Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Moose Michaels with you. Listen to us in the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, your smart devices, anywhere that you like to listen. All right. So Carlos Martinez going to be back with the Cardinals pretty soon, but he's targeted for relief work. And, uh, well, Alex Reyes, he's kind of told uh, people that he wants to be a starter again as well. Let's all face it, Reyes. Even though he badly wants to shake the prospect tag, probably isn't quite ready yet. Uh, so Michael Waka on your injured list, and so it comes a little bit as a surprise to me that whenever Carlos Martinez is back from the injured list himself, it's going to be as a reliever. And this is coming as the Redbirds starters are averaging just five innings per start. Uh, Reyes, and this is all, I'm looking at the article from uh, Mark Sankson here on The Athletic. They're going to give Reyes another five weeks or so to build up to the 100-pitch threshold. And uh, Martinez going to be helping out in the pen. And one of the things about it, too, when uh, reading these the stories in the news about Carlos Martinez and what exactly he's hoping to accomplish is it would appear that, well, despite the fact that uh, the Cardinals have a good bit of money invested in Martinez, the decision to put him in the pen was driven not really by the club's own preferences so much as Martinez's feelings. That's coming from Mike Schilt. Um, of course, it's kind of interesting when you look at it. Martinez has thrived in both roles, uh, whether it's a starter, whether it's a reliever. He has a lifetime 3.36 ERA as a starter, 3.46 ERA as a reliever. And the most effect that I've seen him be in the last little bit was when he was in the pen last year. For the Cardinals. So when you do see Martinez, you might see him in the back of the bullpen. So let's talk about that just for a moment. Let's let's envision what that might look like. Martinez would probably end up being your de facto closer. After that, um, you're looking at Gant, Miller, Hicks, all uh all there to help out in the job. Brevia the bullpen suddenly becomes a lot more solid with Carlos Martinez going there. And I said this before, I still think despite how good he is as a reliever and how much I would, how much I desperately wanted to be a reliever just to have that shutdown bullpen, they're going to get overworked if the starting pitching can't start going longer than five innings. You know, Michaelis went eight innings. Uh, Wainwright's been going a little bit deeper into games. The entire staff has to learn to go deeper into games. And they have to limit the home runs, too. We kind of mentioned that in the last segment. Um, speaking of home runs, the Cardinals outfield really uh, really kind of doing good with that. 
Fowler getting in on the home run action uh, in the last couple of games, launching his first one on the season. Ozuna's got a bunch on the season as well, of course, Jose Martinez. So you've got this outfield that is really clicking, that is really hitting. So the question is, what are you going to do when Bader comes back? Bader's batting under 200 currently. Martinez, Fowler, Ozuna, they um, are not uh, they are not batting less than 200. I can tell you that. Ozuna, uh, his OPS, uh, over 900. For the most part of the season, it's been over 1,000. What are you going to do when Bader comes back? It's going to be an interesting choice. You know, the Cardinals have really positioned him to kind of be the next uh, – one of the next young superstars on the team. However, as good of his defense is, and that's kind of where his value lies at the moment, is in, is in his defense. The bat's not playing. And because the pitching isn't playing, the bats really have to play. So if you're talking about putting your best assets on the field, your best weapons on the field, I don't know that, that includes Bader. I love Harrison Bader, and I want him to succeed. But right now, when he comes back, I think he's got to be on the bench. With the way things are clicking, you don't want to mess with the mojo. And you know what? Jose Martinez, despite everything going on with his defense, the bat plays. The bat has always played. And until he's costing you more runs than he is giving you runs with the bat, I think you got to continue to play him. You know, Fowler's coming around. Ozuna's come, been coming around the last little bit, too. This outfield is all parts incredible at the moment. And Bader, due to injury and allowing more playing time for Martinez and shifting Fowler over to center, may have found himself losing his starting position. Now, whether you think that's fair or unfair... It's really kind of up to you. But the case is, or the truth is, that's how it works. The best players play. Now, you remember you remember how Matheny would just constantly rely on the same guys, night in, night out, regardless of how they were doing. Now, you've seen what happens when certain players that may, maybe weren't given the opportunity to, to try under Matheny, now find themselves thriving under Schilt. <coughs> Colton Wong. You know what I mean? So, Bader, defensive substitution in my mind at the moment. What do you think? Let us know. At Locked On Cardinals, excuse me, at Locked On STL on Twitter. You can also tweet me at Moose Michaels. Uh, be sure to listen to us in the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. I hope you enjoy your Wednesday. And uh, what, when's the next Cardinals game? 12-15. So it's a little bit later. It's, a, well, way early. 12-15 uh, this afternoon. Chassin taking on Wainwright. And uh, should be a pretty good game. Cardinals going for the sweep. Let's hope so. Put a little more distance between you and the Brew Crew. Listen to us again in the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart device anywhere you can. And uh, we'll be seeing you Thursday morning. So you know what to do, right? Drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.